0: Stop dabbing. It's near Christmas, though. It's not a dab worthy moment. Christmas is. Nadia's winning the World Cup. Special shout out to our favourite Frenchman, Paul Pankra. Who was benched again? Did they win? Yeah, well, Fucking, yeah. They Did they win comprehensively? They definitely won comprehensively. So the proof would be
1: in the pudding. It doesn't matter, though, because Leeds have had nothing but praise since.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, that isn't it? Get I, beat six it. two. I don't like I, it. Oh my god! The, the, what what a what a style of football! And you're like, you got beat six two. You could have got beat 12 Sort it out. I um I I'm not comfortable with it. It doesn't seem right. What other team would get rolled six? Imagine City got rolled six two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guardiola's head would be on the chopping board. I said the exact same thing to my dad. But to the, the, the be there would Guardiola. be media uproar. How could you get beat six dude? This is the Premier League, blah, blah blah. But is it because it's just plucky little leads? They've only just come up. Is that how we're looking at them now?
1: No, it's because it's Bielsa and he's a, a revolutionary. He is. So you can... yeah, but yeah, but this—that's why he quote unquote gets away with murder. But he gets away with murder that no one else would. It's also because of the club, and he's not quote unquote spent a uh, shitload and you know like yeah, stuff so like it's, that. No, yeah, but it's like that—it's yeah. all these like. Mm. quotes that get thrown but out But you still
0: there. got beat 6-2. You shouldn't be getting beat
1: 6-2. I don't understand how it can get... Like, I like the style of football they play. And I do like that they just, like, you know... I can get that it was like, oh, they never gave up and they still tried to get themselves back into it. You know, like with the 4-1 and that and stuff. But surely it's not an intelligent move to just be like, right, we're going to play the same way against every team. We we'll win what we win and we lose what we lose and it is what it is. Which kind of seems
0: like the, the, um, the mantra at the moment. It seems to be that, yeah, the, man, the mentality of um, we'll win some, we'll lose some. We are Leeds, marching on together. You know. That gung ho attitude might not keep you in the Premier League for long, mate. Well, that's and the not, thing. And I'm not suggesting that they're going to go down this season, but if you're going to continue to just play gung ho football, you may get found out.
1: The thing is, last season, Sheffield United caught everyone by surprise mm-hmm. because they went for teams yeah. with this sort of like unique. They played football, but they also had like a rough style like Burnley to them. You know, they had like this weird blend where they were willing to give you a fight, but they could play some football. Yeah. And then everyone they beat went, all right, we're not able to deal with them. So if Leeds are going to like batter Newcastle, but then get battered by United and then next year Newcastle go, all right, well, we know not to be as high this time. Let's play deep, draw them out and we'll get them on the counter. Mm. And then everyone works out how to beat them and then beats them. But they continue to stay on the same way. They're going to get relegated. Mm. they're going to last one year everyone's going to go right we're playing Leeds and remember this we've got it on tape now yeah it wasn't an easy watch to... it's not us watching Millwall play them and trying to work it out it's us watching us play them and they beat us. right this is how because mm-hmm. a lot of them will look at tape of them playing in the championship and go yeah well we're better than them anyway yeah a lot of them will have yeah that, that load of like be, an arrogance yeah that will be the mindset so Straight as soon away. as they brought it all on tape of how right that's how they beat us we're switching it up
0: but Leeds go, well, we're still playing that way. You're just walking into a trap constantly. Mm. I, I just couldn't believe that it was 6-2 and everyone was like, oh, United, fantastic. And then I was reading a few stories and every everyone in the media was like, fair play to Leeds, never gave up. Well, no, not fair play to Leeds, never gave up. That's your job. You play for 90 minutes. If you're 4-0 up or you're 4-0 down, the game is still 90 minutes long and you still give 100% for 90 minutes regardless of the result. So no, not fair play to Leeds. You just got beat six two. Be better. United weren't great. Just caught Leeds cold. Those two early goals set the tone. I've never seen it before. Where a
1: team, two Premier League teams have gone at it. One's got spanked six two, and the other team's been like lauded for it. It's weird because they because they never gave up, and I'm like, mm. even Gary Neville saw last night said I can't knock anything with it, and I was like,
0: I can. <laughs> It was defensively poor, obviously, because they conceded six and could have conceded another six. Well, Martial should have had a hat-trick. Easily,
1: yeah. Easily had a hat-trick. He hmm. should have had three. Um, I, d- I like the way they played. This isn't a, like a Leeds bashing. No, it's not like Because I do like the way they play. Like, I've enjoyed the way they played. And then you look at, you know, we were even talking last week about Newcastle. It was 2-2. They've grabbed the third. But they didn't just sit back and take the 3-2. They got the fourth and got the fifth. Hmm. You know, they Open went for the, the kill.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's it comes across as a stubbornness mm. of, well, this is how we're playing. And and surely if you have just one way of playing and, and this is it, teams are going to start to work you out. I agree with you the too early goal set tone, which can eliminate a tactical, a week of, you know, training in, a, in an instant. It's like when you give away a penalty like three minutes in, like in a Champions League final, or you get a man sent off like five minutes in it just changes everything you've been prepping I can get that and they have to go for it they can't sit back at like 2-0 down in three minutes
0: but they also created the opportunities to have two goals conceded in three minutes yeah they got caught cold um, which someone has to take responsibility for but it seems like nobody's asking anybody to I mean don't get me wrong I mean Leeds fans if, if you've got any of that listen get in touch and let us know what, what the feeling is um, amongst your fan base I personally don't know any Leeds fans to ask anyone um, exactly how they feel about it, because you know I, I can only sit here as an Evertonian and say, if that was my team, I'd be fucking livid. Yeah, um, same. Yeah, and I would expect somebody in the media to call somebody else, whether that be the players, the coach, the style, anything. Just I would expect some sort of some some sort of pushback um, rather than what I've seen, which is six 2 eight. You really excite me though. Well, they won't excite you for long if they continue doing that. Because you just won't stay in the Premier League for a few years with that sort of attitude. Unless well, you get better players in. Like Liverpool had a little bit gung-ho at times, but then they went and signed players to make sure that they were solid enough at the back that they can afford to go and be gung-ho. Yeah. Leeds and all Liverpool. I think... I know there's been a couple
1: of things like they've had some injuries and I can appreciate that. Um, Man United played very well. I don't think that can be taken away. Um No. I think in context as well, like it is obviously the biggest game and we've been waiting what 15 plus years for it. And you know, all the, the hype behind it and stuff. And it, it didn't disappoint, you know, it wasn't a nil nil. Um, we both said that we thought Leeds would understand the magnitude of the game. more. We did. Um, <laughs> they're also leagues apart. They're miles apart in terms of where they both are. Like Leeds have yeah, just been promoted. It. Manchester United are Manchester United. So yeah, one of the biggest teams in the world. But Leeds also put it to Liverpool and they went ahead against us. Mm. So I think that's kind of like altered people's perspective as well. You're like, well, they've taken the big boys on. Mm. Which, again, you can appreciate. Like, I I didn't knock that Liverpool game at the start of the season when they
0: went for it. But then I also said that they'll get caught on the counter a lot. You did. Go back and listen to that episode, people. Uh, For once, (laughs) he's right. Drink (laughs) it in. Let him enjoy
1: it. I think, like you're saying, if you're obviously then... I mean, look, if they had someone like N'Golo Kante sitting there just cleaning up in front of the back four or back three while there's the
0: freedom of going forward... Yeah. I think... Well, they did have have Calvin Phillips, but obviously he came off at half-time. I like Calvin Phillips. I think he's he's, no N'Golo Kante. Let's put that out there as a comparison. But he is the kind of player who can yes. sit and clean up. But mm. I don't know whether he come off for our time for a tactical substitution or whether he was injured or missed it. Um, no, no, I couldn't work it out either because I was like, when i seen it, I thought that was odd. Because I, yeah, like, so I was like, you that's either it, crucial or you're trying to change the game. Yeah, he's either pulled something and you're looking, looking at it going, right, okay, well, the game's probably going to go from us, so we'll just save the legs. Yeah. Or you're looking at it thinking, well, that's a tactical. But if that's a tactical, you take... For me, you take a defender out, you go three at the back, you go three solid players at the back, and you add that body into midfield to control the tempo or at least try. But again, I'm not going to tell Marshall or Beisel to do his fucking job. That said, he yeah, has just been beat sixty-two by United. So the thing is, like their two goals as well were were fantastic. Mm, they were,
1: you know, they were brilliant goals, and that is the reason that you know they're 14th at the moment. They're on 17 points. They're seven points above the relegation zone, mm. and three points ahead of Arsenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So are they in the battle? Are they in and around it? I think they'll they'll have enough. I think they've got enough
0: about them. Enough about them to stay away from it, but they'll still be part of the conversation for a while. And particularly if they continue to do this, if they continue to go out and wow people but lose games, you're going to be dragged into it, aren't you? You need to be a little bit more wiser, I think, a bit more street-wiser. Don't get me wrong, I think Bielsa will look at that and think that might have to change. But then you might not. You just don't fucking know.
1: He probably just goes, that happened, move on, we stick to the plan. Which, again, in itself, you could go, all right, fair enough, as long as it doesn't. You know, we've seen a lot of managers in the past where they've had a strategy, they've had a bit of a spanking, and then it's all like panic stations. Yeah. But I've got the table up here. In context, they've obviously conceded 6-1 game, but they've conceded the most goals in the Premier League now. Yes. They've conceded five more than Sheffield United, one mm. more than West Brom, and seven more than Fulham. Wow. That's not... Bearing in mind, six are in one game, which can obviously, you know, alter a... Still win in, though. They, but they still win in. Like Palace, you know, they've conceded 25. Seven yeah. of them are in one game. But but they've scored 24. So, you know, they've scored way more than Sheffield United who are on eight. West Brom, 10. Fulham, 13. Um, Arsenal. 12. So, they've scored oh. double what Arsenal have scored. Yeah. And the same goal difference of minus six. So, so and they've sorry. got three
0: more points. Yeah that's the story. The leaky at the back, they can be got to
1: So, like you've seen, if the one,
0: they. usually concede a few more. If they start to bring in the ball. And bearing in mind, this is pretty much a championship squad. Um, yeah, it is, yeah, I would it's say. It's a championship yeah. squad with a few. Um, a few decent players in there. Yeah, Nothing like European Rodrigo fans came in. And. and um, he hasn't really lit the place on fire. Um, Rafinha. Rafinha's come in. He's, he's not done too bad. He's, he's settling in quite well. Bamford is a championship player because that's what he's been playing astray for the last few years. But he's got an edge about him, so he will probably do well in the Premier League going forward. The likes of Ailing, Cooper, Dallas, Alioski, Championship players, mate. He's just able to get a tune out of them. I like the keeper, Meslier, mm. he's a good player. Um, Look at what they've got on the bench. They've got a held Costa, to Pablo Hernandez. I like Shackleton. Shackleton's OK. Is he a Premier League player?
1: It's I mean he obviously time is his he's ride. came in
0: a Premier League wages well yeah he has but right now I think they I think need, Leeds need to be a little bit probably a little bit clever in January and just, just get one or two bodies in with a little bit of Premier League experience and just try and keep themselves away from the conversation I think a lot of credit has to go to United cuz I
1: I think the the Martial Marcus Rashford Dan James it's pacey, and then he knows he can get at them. I don't think that that's not a mistake. It's one, not no. a mistake. It's not an accident. Sorry, it's not like, ah, no. oh, this is what I've got available. He's gone. Paid. Dan James doesn't play every week. No, it doesn't. I forgot he was there. To be honest, well, he should have been at Leeds, shouldn't he? If you but, watched uh, taking yeah. home. but it's um, it's pace, and he got it at them. Is. You know they're gonna have a high line. If I'm on the break, I need pace. I mean, he- and so Bruno Fernandez and Scott McTominay aren't
0: exactly slow. They're not. <laughs> when no. You look at it. They're not. I mean, he's obviously looked at it and that back four we just named there is ageing and they're not. Mm. They're not athletes. Um, So he's obviously looked at it and he's gone, right, okay, well, the midfield can run, the strikers are going to run, they're going to overload in certain areas. So, yeah, you're right, he's looked at it and gone, well, if I put pure pace up against their back four, back my lads every day. And it got them out of trouble every time. Every time it looked like Leeds were on the attack or Leeds were building something, just got the ball to a quick play. and said, just get us 20 yards out. And then everything pushed up behind it. It was good. It was clever. It was. It was indeed. Um, they're now United are now
1: third. Mm. With the game in hand. Mm. They're five points off Liverpool. Yeah. Their game in hand is against... It is against, because I've got it here, uh, Burnley. Yeah. To be decided. Um, Like the date for that. So are they in the title race?
0: They're part of the conversation, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think they have to be. I mean, we put a poll out, and the majority of it was no. People don't think they are. It's one of those where, like, right. Obviously, all the games have happened. Boxing Day. Depending on when you're listening to this. This is before Boxing Day. After Chelsea played West Ham. So the top six is Liverpool, Leicester, United, Everton, Chelsea, Tottenham. So if Tottenham have been in the title race all this time, surely everyone above them is. I would say yeah. However, I would take Everton out of that. But you see, like, this is the I, what my point is from that is. Everyone's I feel like we're gonna spend the entire season going, Are they in the title race? Are they in the title race? Are they in the title race? And then we're gonna be on game week thirty six and we're gonna be like, Are they in the oh wait, it's two games left.
0: I think oh, all no, season
1: no. we're gonna be asking the question, are these involved? I don't I think, think it's gonna to get to a point where it's and then unfortunately I think it's gonna to get to the point where it's are these in are these and are these and are these, are, these, are these oh Liverpool have won it.
0: It's gonna be a yeah. tighter year. Liverpool are gonna they're the standouts at the moment, aren't they? Let's be honest. I mean, we'll touch on that now. Um but yeah, I think it'll be a tighter year. I think there'll be a few teams moving around up towards that top six. I think everybody's in the in the conversation until they're out of it, to be honest. Everyone except Arsenal, by the way. Yeah, they're not. I mean, we'll get to them. <laughs> Different <laughs> conversation, bro.
1: Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, even then I'm saying the top six. Southampton seven, City mm. eight. City have a game in hand. If they win that game in hand... They'd go above us, below you, depending on their goal difference. They could go above you. Yeah. So they have to be involved. So I think the most interesting thing for you and Leicester is make top four, isn't it? If it if is, like, yeah. if you Please. could, that has to be. I mean, for you, it's make Europe. Yeah. Because it's it was it when was it you were last in? Twenty. A while ago. Let it go. Twenty twelve. Anyway,
0: just while you're on about the City, Dave, with that game in hand, if they mm. win it, they could go into fourth. Depending on goal difference, they could actually go into third. Um, Villa are one yeah, point yeah. off them with two games in hand over everyone else. Villa get six points; they go on twenty eight. Villa could end up second.
1: Villa's game in hand and Newcastle and City. So the Villa game in hand
0: is the City game in hand. And as we yeah, see with huge. West Brom against City, anything can happen.
1: Yeah, it is very open. But Liverpool, that the they were like they time. were, they,
0: they had a kick about. They had a kick about Saturday morning. Did. Let's Palace get on to in. that now. So, early kickoff of the weekend, which we yes. previewed. We will now review um, Palace against Liverpool. Palace at home. Uh, ben was out. Um, so, they changed it up and played Zaha through the middle with Ayu and the two of them. Rotated into the 10 and 9 slots um, mm. to try and cause Liverpool problems. Never fucking worked. Never got a sniff. Uh, Liverpool romp home to a 7 0 win. Now, I messaged you into our little group. At the time, because Liverpool were 4 nil up and brought Sal on, mm. And he, he effectively killed the game off. And Tired Legs, he's obviously a clever player, he's a quick player, he's, he's got bags about him, and he gets himself a couple of goals and an assist um, in the latter stages of the game. Now, the question I put to you at the time was, and I think we put the poll out on Twitter, mm. was um, at 4-0 up and with making so much noise about protecting players and not overplaying players. Did he have to bring Salah on? I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Because mine are, I'll just put it out there, no, he didn't have to bring him on. Why take that risk? I think...
1: I have no idea. Because obviously, like you say, he made no subs against Tottenham and then he's doing this now. It's not like he brought Origi uh, on.
0: He could have brought a, a youth player on
1: and said, yeah. hey, we'll find a lob away from home. Go and get some minutes. Yeah, Neko or Reese yeah. or Origi or whatever. But I part of me is starting to wonder if it was influenced by the um the interview with AS that came out. Which one? The one where Salah's like it's, it's not, for those you don't know, Salah did an interview of the Spanish paper AS and was saying how he was disappointed that he didn't get the armband the other week mm. when he was playing. He thought he deserved it, but it was the it was the it's the coach's decision and he accepts that. And then he was also just saying how great, you know, Spain um Real Madrid and Barcelona are.
0: Interesting that, because he's in the middle of uh, contract talks at the pool as well, so...
1: <laughs> it's as if that's a coincidence. So it's as if it's another one of those poor Pogba-style things of I either get a new deal or I get a move to Real Madrid or Barcelona. Would appear that way. Either way, I'm not bothered. Um, so I don't know if it was maybe influenced by that. Right, look, you know, go on then. Go on and get 20 minutes under your belt. And look, you know, he's turned around and got two goals and assists, so he can't... He is a fantastic player and, he, and he's... You know, leagues ahead of the player that we had at Chelsea, yeah. uh, night and day. I'd have never, ever predicted this when we had him. So yeah. fair play to him. Uh, no, we didn't have to bring him on. If it was influenced by that article, that would be interesting. I still wouldn't agree with it. I still wouldn't agree with it. Put it that way. If he was like, say, he's been mouthing off in the paper, giving interviews. I always love it when they give interviews with like the Spanish papers. Like Sterling did it last season Mm. and you're like right okay it always baffles me but yeah if if Klopp's seen that and gone right I'm gonna give him some minutes because of that you know keep him on side that would still annoy me because I'd still be like well you can do what you want this is how I'm this is how I'm setting out today this is my decision Mm. I would have liked to have him seen have rotated a bit more in terms of like that based on the discussions that he's having in the past yeah but as we've also said on the show we think that's just smoke anyway
0: Potentially so, yeah. To
1: disguise from the results they had, like, like the draws with Brighton. Yeah. Drawing with Brighton, but this is the issue. Everyone's talking about that. No one's talking about the fact that they drew Brighton.
0: I think for me, and my point of view is obviously with Jürgen Klopp coming out constantly, bemoaning on the fact he can't have five subs and bemoaning on the fact that there's so many games. By the way, I've about to have um, three games in five days. and uh, We have the shortest time span. The best periods and over the festive period, Liverpool have the longest. I think it's them
1: gonna... in Newcastle, isn't
0: it? Yeah, so that's the longest. But, you know, year. if you're gonna if you're gonna come out and c- complain as he is, um, about not having five substitutes and then use none, and then you're gonna come out and complain about fi- fixture congestion, and then be four 0 up and think, well, I could actually take one or two off here and get ahead of the game, and then you throw arguably your best player on the pitch. What's the point? Well, exactly. You lose any credibility in that argument when you've got that you've got that in your back pocket that you can rest them because the the job is done, and yet you throw them in anyway. What would have happened if he'd gone on and pulled a hamstring? Would Klopp have come out? and Oh, I need five subs again. Well, no, mate, you didn't have to play him. I think that'd have been awkward. I don't think that'd have been a.
1: I think he Should got it? away with one. Yeah, but I also don't think he cares. And I think what you you said it. Then job done. I think the job done was distract, you know, the conversation. Move the conversation away from the result. Yeah, the job was done. By getting them minutes. No, no, by um, moaning about subs. Because the thing is, if he doesn't moan about subs, we're not talking about this now. And the job of talking about the subs was to distract from the fact that they'd drawn with Brighton. Mm. So the job is done. I don't think he cares, because at the end of the day, if he wins another Premier League, nobody remembers this conversation. I don't remember the stuff that we were
0: talking about last season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, good job of talking to didn't he? Ah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I on the on the result itself, Liverpool seven. I watched it. Um, I was mm. going on my Christmas day out uh, from work later on, so I thought, well, I'd, my uh, morning game had cancelled, so I thought I'll well, put the put the match on, to do the match on. And uh, I'll be honest, I was surprised with how poor Palace were. Um, um, not taking anything away from Liverpool, relegation worthy. In the conversation, <laughs> but that was that was <laughs> to carry on like that. Made it just kind of free flow, but um. They created a few chances in the first half. We probably should have buried one or two as well, but as soon as Liverpool just clicked through the gears, Liverpool just looked dangerous going forward. They constantly looked like a threat. Every time they're in possession, you think, this is the one, this this is a goal. Every time. Um, And it's 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 a unique trait in the Premier League to see a team carry so much threat, even when they've just got the ball with a full-back in their own half. You're thinking, this is going to build something. And every time they went forward, they just looked so well-organised and well, well-drilled. Um, everybody looks like they're up for it so it's, it's it's interesting to watch from a neutral's point of view obviously it's hard, there's like. but still as a football fan I sit there and I watch it and I think, pff, mind blowing how, how clever they can be in and out of possession, they don't seem to give much space away as I say, Palace probably could have nicked one or two, and then Liverpool the just addressed it, and didn't give them an inch for the rest of the game 7 nil, man, absolute men against boys, men against boys
1: I think it shows the gulf between them and the rest of the league currently because mm. they've weathered this injury crisis. Um, the the only the the yeah the, that period where they had a lot out um, and they've still got a few people out, but the only real issue is the back four now. But even then, they had Fabinho and Matip, mm. Robertson and Arnold, so there's no more there's no more complaints on that front. Um, they've weathered that and they just they're still that step ahead of everyone else um, in comparisons to Leicester United, Everton, Chelsea. Uh, Tottenham City. City, Southampton. They are um, really? quite, yeah. They're quite a
0: gap. It is. I mean, they're literally five points ahead. But yeah. And then obviously the game after that was City against Southampton, um, which caught the caught the back end of. Yeah, I watched the whole game. Um, so what did you think of that? What did you make of it?
1: South, Southampton are a really impressive team, um, and we've said this multiple times on this show. And it was always going to be a difficult game. And it was, a, it was a top performance from City in terms of just walking out of there with three points. That That's the kind of games that like West Brom, for example, they drew. Mm. They're the games that they need to pull out of three points if they've got any chance of catching um, Liverpool. Yeah. It was a good game. City lack a goal scorer, and which sounds like a ridiculous statement to say when they've got Sergio Aguero. But Sergio Aguero was on the bench again they started Ferran Torres up front. Mm. Uh, Jesus was unavailable. Jesus is a great supporting cast. I don't think he'll ever lead the front line. And every great team has a consistent goal scorer. Mm. And then a nice little supporting cast around them to score. Like I always think back when we had but we had Anelka, Malouda, Kalu, and Sturridge all chipping in. Mm-hmm. That's how you win a league. They used to have Aguero and then Yayo Toure would jump in and you know, David Silva would get goals and S- S- Sane and Sterling would get goals and stuff. Mm. Now they are dependent on people like Raheem Sterling and Ferran Torres.
0: And they don't get you a goal every game. No, they're not consistent enough, are they? If, you, if you're concerned about winning a league and taking Liverpool off their mantle, then you need to be serious about what your recruitments. And They keep going out and throwing money at this backline to stop conceding, but and don't get me wrong, they are a fantastic team and they will score goals going forward, but I'm with you, they need a consistent striker because Aguero was constantly injured at the moment. You come back to that previous game.
1: Liverpool have got two people that consistently score goals in Salah and Mane. Yeah. And then a great support and cast. Crystal Palace you know just have, have to... Christ, yeah, Crystal Palace just have a support and cast. Yeah. Benteke, Bashwai, Ayu. Zaha might be your Zaha's technically their main guy, but even then... Even he's then, on... he's a winker by nature. Yeah, he's not getting 30. That was his shite, though. Their backline's nearly finished. They need a new left-back. Um, Joao Cancelo struggles playing left-back.
0: Right-footed, isn't
1: he? Yeah, which you can understand. Uh, Stones has come back into it. Ruben Diaz looks unbelievable. Kyle Walker's still great. I think they'll still tweak the midfield, and they need a, they need a set of forward. Mm. Um, there's no two ways about it. I'd off for of Haaland if I was then, by the way. Well, that's the talk, isn't it? And that that's a game changer. It is. Because he's getting goals. <laughs> he's, he's, he not, is, yeah. no, he's getting goals. There'll be no waiting to adapt and whatnot. No, no, no. There's um, no team over there no. Well, we'll get on to them. And, um, yeah, it was a solid win for... Um, they, I think Danny Ings getting injured was a huge blow.
0: Yeah, it was, Before yeah.
1: half-time for Southampton. And I don't know how long he's out for, but hopefully he's back. Because, again, we've said it before, they, they could have sacked... Um,
0: Hassan
1: Hassan Hasenhutl, yeah, after that 9-0. Yeah. But they,
0: but they didn't, didn't stuff with
1: it. And they're reaping the rewards now. And then you're hearing things like Hassan Hasenhutl's name getting touted for the Man United job when Ollie's quote-unquote out. Mm-hmm. Oli would be now second, they're second in the league. Do you know what I mean? So that shows how mental the season is. But Southampton put in a good performance and City were good for the win. And it's the kind of wins that they need to start getting back on the board. Mm. That's the
0: kind of game that I could have seen them draw.
1: Yeah, quite quite easily, like the, like the West Brom game, and it's yeah. because they're not putting. You know, this is the least. I think it's, it was definitely the worst start they've had in like Guardiola in like ten years or something. But I don't think that's any coincidence that they just do not put the ball in the back of the net as much anymore. Mm. That Burnley one's like their biggest. You know that five nil. Yeah. Apart from that, it's been very like one nil, two nil, two one.
0: Yeah,
1: it's been very scrappy, and they've that's been very not far that's, from convincing. And it's not the city lovely. we used to visit. No, no, they don't look like title contenders. No, not at the moment. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't say that. I mean, obviously, if they win the game and hand, they're back in and amongst yeah, yeah. it. And
0: um, no, I'm not writing them out, but they just don't look like title contenders at the moment. Thing is, you say that City don't, Tottenham don't, Chelsea don't.
1: Not many people think United do. People wouldn't say you are. People wouldn't say Leicester are. But people would say Liverpool are. And unfortunately, that's the position we're in. It's a free for all for top the rest of the top four. And it's Liverpool's league. Because you can't even turn around now and go, yeah, but what if they have an injury? They've lost probably the best centre-back in the world and they've dealt with it.
0: When did they sign Ramos?
1: Wow. I mean, they've got the best goalkeeper in, but also not. Yeah.
0: He made the world, world 11 goalkeeper, didn't he He was a Alisson, but he didn't win the Golden Glove. He wasn't voted the best keeper in the world. And no, (laughs) he just stood there like, really?
1: No, he's like, oh, banker, best goalkeeper and best team. Why is there only one award here?
0: What do you mean? I didn't make the team. What do you mean? Those five, five <laughs> trophies mean nothing. Sorry, what was that?
1: <laughs> What's his name? I always forget the banners. Munich. He's like, get in line, mate. Get in line. Yeah. The big one. The big one. I don't know the why this is ever any surprise to anyone. It really. Was is. it's the derby. Um, this is not to take anything away from you, but I've, that they were so poor. They were shit. Arsenal was so poor, and that's not taken away from you because you were good for the win, but. Jesus
0: Christ! Mind numbing to watch. We allowed them to have the book. They're so poor in possession. We just let them have it. We were like, "Up yourself, you are yeah. not going to bother us."
1: They had, they the most. They had more possession. Same amount yeah. of shots. Sorry, yeah. same amount of shots on target. Four more shots than you, and you're just like, you weren't even concerned by it at any point no. in that game. Did I not look and think,
0: you look concerned? No, nobody, nobody really looked oh. like they were broken sweat. Nobody worked that hard. They're just awful to watch at the moment. Awful. Very negative. Everything is sideways and backwards. When they do go forward, they're wasteful. There's no free-flowing football in the final third. William <laughs> looks like he should be on the hot dog stand. And mm. that is it. Uh, it's the only job in football for him at the moment. He is an absolute joke of a player. Um, I thought the best player for Arsenal, if we being completely honest, was probably Holding. Who Arsenal fans are fuming about the fact that he's wearing the captain's armband. I thought he was the best player. Although he scored no goal, but it's unfortunate he's got to go for that. Because if he doesn't go for it and it gets in the other side, you want to string him up. But no, um, I thought Ceballos had a poor game, even though I've rated him. I thought Mkessi was quiet. That Nicholas Pepe, mate, wow. £72 million.
1: But he's not a Spanish goalkeeper, so we don't talk about it. Unreal. I can't it,
0: believe they it, paid that for him.
1: It shows, though. Just to... Hang on. <clears throat> Tangent. It shows like how agendas and that get you know come up into people's heads. So you know where people think, oh, there's a media agenda there, mm. because these are doing as bad as they as bad as Arsenal are doing currently. I've not seen one thing that goes. They spent seventy two million pound on Pepe, and oh. I look what he brings to them. That never gets mentioned. You get you hear William on a free more than you hear Pepe seventy two. Yeah. Now I agree, William deserves the criticism he's getting, and that's a whole different story. But Kepa will get mentioned every five minutes. Uh, the, the amount of money City spend on a back line. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we mentioned it offhand. It's not that these things aren't true. Uh, Man United, Paul Pogba, Lukaku. Um, look how much he spent on Donny van der Beek and he sits on the bench. Yeah. Half the price of Pepe. P- their Arsenal get away with that. They've spent more than, like we always say, City that have ever spent on a player. Arsenal yeah. in terms of one single player. Yeah. And it and never shouts. gets mentioned. It never shouts. gets
0: mentioned no never does back to the game yeah I thought it was a good game to be honest with you I thought um, I thought we played really well I thought we were solid in possession I thought off the ball we worked hard for each other I was, I was fuming with Tom Davis giving that penalty away it's a little bit of a naivety to think that there's going to be nobody coming into him in that area and they just swung a leg in court, and caught him obviously it is a penalty uh, I thought Ben Godfrey was absolutely outstanding again um, his late run where he got fed down the left hand side, uh, and he outpaced. Uh, I think it was making a NAS, left him. Yeah, left him. But a ball flashed it across the box, and you're looking, thinking, this kid is six foot three, built like a brick shit house, shouldn't be able to move that way, but he's an absolute athlete. And we got him for twenty mil. Unreal.
1: He's called. I, I loved race
0: since he was at Norwich. Um, I'm actually just
1: surprised how well he's fitting in at left back. Like He's yeah. played there, but I thought, no, he's a centre-back. He'll slot in next to, to Holgate, ironically, and they're both the ones playing that wide. Yeah. Or if you played a back three, you throw Keane in there. But Mina with the goal again. I love that Mina yeah. stat, by the way. His last four goals for Everton have all been in the 45th minute.
0: Yeah. Terrifying, isn't it? Terrible. Really just shows that he's uh, he's aware, isn't he? Look, people it, obviously it was... know it's coming to half-time, switch off, and he doesn't. Yeah. But he took Ka- the goal well. His run was superb. To yes. Care. Yeah, our
1: Arsenal just did nothing. Nothing Shuffle in space. terms of any sort of defensive. Nothing. Um DeCorey, Guilfire, Richardson, and Davies, I thought they all did their jobs. Tom Davies obviously gave away the penalty and he got a he seems to have got a lot of flak. Um I think it's harsh again. He always gets flak. I like I know. Ever since the problem is I don't know if I get a jaded result because ever since I went to that Southampton game where you got knocked out of the cup a couple of seasons back and he got an absolute dog's life from the fans, and I didn't think he was doing anything wrong. I've kind of had this I don't know if it's jaded now because I always jump to his defence because I'm like, he gets stick when he doesn't even do anything wrong. So, yeah. I kind of have this opinion of Liam Maloney.
0: Eh? He always gets stick. This is what we as, we as an Evertonian fan base love to lambast our own. We've done it to Barclay, chased him out the club and then moaned when he left. Um, yes, we yeah. do it all the time. Anytime a scouts player comes to and I think, and I'm going to say this once and it'll be on record and it'll come back and fucking bite me in the arse at some point, but Liverpool had Michael Owen come through, Robbie Fowler come through, Steve McManaman come through, Jamie Carragher come through, Steven Gerrard come through, and they were all quality. Mm. The Gerrard one stuck in Evertonian's throats because he was such a success and such a good player, which is why whenever there's a poll on Twitter or a conversation to be had, Gerrard or Lampard, every Evertonian goes for Lampard. (laughs) We got Tony Hibbert through, who was fucking pants, let's be honest.
1: Great free kick taker.
0: Only in testimonials. Scored more um, free
1: kicks at Goodison than Baines. Moving on. I'm just going to stop recording
0: and go Move on. on. Move, this, on. This Move on. This is me. On. Done. I'm done. i going upstairs Move now. Um, on. On. Um, so yeah, we had told we ever come through. Wasn't exactly great. Done a job, don't get me wrong. A um, sparker came through and we were all over every mistake he ever made. All over it. Oh, that shit, blah, blah, blah. Because we'd convinced ourselves, and I'm not saying ways in me, but I'd heard it. That we had the next Gerard. He was going to carry us to the same same sort of things. And then it turns out we chased him out. Same with Tom Davis. Tom Davis comes through. We're like, oh, look at this kid who's come through. He's going to be the next. And you're like, no, no, no. Leave him alone. Just let him fucking play. I like Tom Davis. No, he's not great. Is he good enough for Everton Football Club? Probably not if we want to make the steps we're talking about making. But he's here and he's keen. And I will have that over everyone. I've always, don't get me wrong, Guilfie's played well the last couple of games, but I've always been on his case. Um, Tom Davis Same. has come in, and Tom Davis has outran him, outworked him, constantly looks to show for the ball, never hides in the game, always wants to get involved, always wants to do the right things on the ball, never shies away from it, is an honest pro, and I'll take that, I'll accept that, but some Evertonians absolutely lambast him for it. But I don't think he was poor at the weekend, I thought he'd done his job. He was naive in the penalty that he gave away, but I thought other than that, he was solid. He didn't do anything wrong. But he gets no praise off Evertonians. He gets handed out.
1: Yeah, he does a solid he does a solid job until the slightest the slightest of mistakes will nullify everything he did before. Of course,
0: that. yeah, they'll be all yeah. over him. But the, look, look, let's be honest, if Alan's fits, Alan starts and son Davis is the option off the bench. And I'm fine with that. He's but a I don't think a player. Get, yeah He's a squad player and you need squad players. And for me, I'd rather have a squad player who's going to come in and run his fucking arse off for you than a squad player who's there for his forty grand a week. Mm. Tom days is there because he wants to wear that shirt. And I'll take that over anything. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know you're going to get a bit of fight and desire out of him. Exactly, mate. And he can play a couple of different positions. He'll never moan about it. He wears his heart on his sleeve. He's one of ours, so look after him. I'm not saying that we, he owe, we owe him a living and anything, you know. Let's be honest, if he goes dog shit overnight and he's no longer needed, then you move him on, but he's not shit. I think um, what doesn't help is, I I know a lot of people do, but I always
1: remember that game against City with him and Luckman. Mm. I think that was kind of like their arrival moment. It was, yeah, that Ronaldo shot. And everyone has kind of gone, well, that will be it consistently. That'll be yeah. the lowest it ever gets. Yeah, And because it's arguably the highest, yeah, I would say it is. Yeah, People yeah. are going, Oh one game, you know, one, one game wonder, one season wonder. Not even yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? One game wonder.
0: Mm.
1: Which is not fair on the kid. No, it's not fair because if that moment doesn't happen,
0: we're not we're not saying a thing. No. Then You're if not, that moment look, doesn't happen, we're looking at it now thinking, well, he's an under twenty one international who's still getting minutes in the Premier League. He's made over hundred appearances for the club. So, you know, he's on the right path. He's only twenty two. Let's give him time. But because of that moment, as you say, we go, oh, right, okay, well, everything else is shit since then, so let's give him grief.
1: He should be in the same conversation as uh, John Joe Kenny and Anthony Gordon. Yes, he should be. Not Calvert-Lewin. No. And, that, and, that, and that's the that. thing at the moment. It seems like people want him to be like the David Silver to Calvert-Lewin's Aguero. Just playing the ball through constantly to him, get, racking up the assists, you know, doing the yeah, dirt work at mean. the other end, and you're like, yeah, I don't even think he's found his, his role yet. No, no, I don't think he has. What, what is he? Is he a box-to-box? Is he... Is he is
0: I d- think hit? he's a holder. He I to... he's a holder, yeah. And just to control the just game? give the ball to better players. Win it, give it to better players.
1: I've seen him take the ball from one side, turn it and play out to the other to, to control the game. And he gets uh, lambasted for it because he's yeah, not yeah. picked the ball 40 yards onto Lukaku's head. And you're like, all right, okay, like, you know. Well, that's Everton. Five is four. You meeting, unfortunately. Why? Why have you been saying that? I've been scrolling through the squad. Mm-hmm. How many of the Arsenal squad get in the Everton squad at the moment? As it is certainly. right now. So the the two lineups that started. So Leno comes over. Yeah, I take Leno. Yeah, Tierney is a good player, but doesn't because no. Digne and Godfrey. Yeah, they've got that nailed yeah. down. Holding doesn't get in there. No. Louise doesn't get in there. No. Saka doesn't get in there. No. Sobiyis doesn't get in there. No. Maitland Niles doesn't get in there. No. El Neni doesn't get in there. And then he shouldn't get in the Premier League. We we'll carry on. Mm. Well, William doesn't get in there. No. Pepe doesn't get in there. No. Eddie and Ketia doesn't get in there. No. That happened in the blink of an eye. Yeah. At how? At what point did one person from an Arsenal starting eleven get to an Everton starting eleven, and I if you goalkeeper at that? And that's only because, no disrespect, Jordan Pickford is questionable at times. No, no, I
0: don't. Know. He's, he in, has got in, in a blink of an eye. That's switched like that. Yeah, they would I mean, kill the for your squad. Even the kids they brought on. They brought on Joseph Willock, who's all right, but no, he wouldn't get in. Martinelli, I would probably take, but as a squad player at the moment because he's still not proven yet. He's just come back, yeah. And Lacazette wouldn't get in ahead of Richarlison, Calvin, lewin who will be on current
1: form. And let's do the rest. Smith Rowe probably not. Kalasch, no. Mustafi, no. no. Cedric Suarez, no. Bellerin, no. Runnerson, no. No, no, no. So no, 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 no. like, how has that happened? You'd have a Bamiang. Yeah. But that's just, you know, a given for probably every other Premier League squad. Yeah. So how's that, that has happened in the it's it's not happened in the bank of life. We've all seen it coming for a while, but suddenly you look at that and go, That's quite startling. Leicester's the same. Yeah. And you could potentially throw a fair bit of Southampton in there as well. Yeah, you could, yeah. Easily. That, that Southampton wouldn't do a switch over. And yeah. I think
0: that shows where they are. That That's a long... It shows the fall of Arsenal rather than the rise of everybody else. Because what everybody else has done is organic. It's natural. And you get better. You get better players. You coach better systems. And you get a better tune out of players. That's just how it works. Arsenal, and you think I'm just saying this because I've got some anti-Arsenal agenda, I haven't, are going backwards.
1: If anyone says they're not going backwards, they're delusional. Like you cannot say that sitting, where are they? Sixteenth in the sorry fifteenth in the Premier League. You can't say they're sitting fifteenth in the Premier League is going backwards.
0: It's Arsenal. Sean Dyche has been lambasted this season at Burnley, Burnley Football Club. Okay, yeah, he has been, and he's one point behind Arsenal. But Arteta is. But Arteta is in the middle of a transition. A really bright young coach. Well, what's Sean Dyche then? A mug. Well, he's exactly. one point yeah. off him, and he spent a fraction of what Arsenal spends. He's got a fraction of their resource. So, who's the better coach?
1: He's one point behind him with a game in hand as well. Exactly, exactly. To the point. But if you look at this as well, the only two teams in the league that don't have a win in their last five games are Arsenal and Sheffield United. Wow. Sorry, and Brighton now. Brighton were, now they are Brighton after that. So, Brighton, Sheffield United, and Arsenal—the only teams that haven't got a win in the last five games. Madness, isn't it? The fact that they haven't sacked him yet. Cause you so, that yeah. I, I say last week and went they won't sack him because their ego's tied up in it. Yeah. And if they sack him now, they look more muggy. They've also then got to pay for someone else to come in. Also, who's going to come in? Yeah. I said to the lads after the game, that was that bad. I wouldn't have been surprised if they'd have sacked him that the next morning. That wouldn't was that chef, bad. Me. And again, it's not taking anything away from you, but they were that bad.
0: No, I agree with you completely. And now I'm
1: wondering if they've got, they can't bring anyone in around the Christmas period for a Boxing Day game against Chelsea.
0: It's 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 exactly the same as the West Brom scenario. You hit the nail on the head with that one. You don't yeah. want to bring the new man in to go and play City and lose. So mm-hmm. you just let it ride. You take your licks and you get the new man ready. For me, there's only there's only Allegri or Pochettino that they could get that will improve them. But is Allegri and Pochettino gonna look at that current situation and think, yeah, I'll have that. I it's a suicidal
1: gig. Because yeah. you get it's a it's an owner who doesn't care. Yeah. Who's using it as an asset with banks mm-hmm. to get loans. Who does the exact same thing in America with the uh, teams he owns over there? Yeah. The board don't have a clue. The players don't care. They're all in their like late th- uh, 20s, early 30s, on three-year deals that have all increased in money since their last one, despite getting older. I mean, I, I, I've criticised Chelsea in the past for the way they've treated players at times because we only give one-year contracts out to over
0: yeah.
1: 30s. Yeah, and I remember harsh at times. Pog, Terry, they drug bet <laughs> had an issue with it. Cahill, yeah, Cahill got told one year. That's why he went to Palace.
0: Yeah,
1: and we could have kept. We could have done with Cahill. But we've stuck to our guns and gone. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. This Once is our you system. hit thirty, if you're over thirty, you can have a one year, and if you do well, you can have another. Thiago Silva signed the one year. Yeah, yeah. And he'll only get offered another one year. Around January, they reckon they're going to offer him another one. And they think he's going to yeah. sign it. We offered William two. Yeah, he's broken it. Pissed it, a yeah. of, it pissed a lot of Chelsea fans off, but there was the impression that he was needed.
0: Mm. And oh, he how said, quickly no. that has gone away.
1: Yeah, because Arsenal are offering him a three on more money. Crazy means. Surely Arsenal have got to look at that and go, well, they don't even really want him. Why the, Why the fuck would we? are we doing it? Yeah. But it was this, it was the. This, it's this, all this like bollocks like we were saying about Arteta, uh, sorry, um, Aubameyang getting dragged out all summer and then getting treated like a new signing. Mm. It's all like fluff. It's a bit I think, ass, that, I think it? The, the FA Cup bailed any sort of like I mean, look, we, I don't know if you want to say felt for it, but we're like fourth. I mean, I put fourth. Would you put fourth again, was
0: it? Fourth, yeah, yeah. So we're like, yeah, they're fourth. It's done. Look yeah. at them. It's where they're playing. I thought Aubameyang, FA Cup. flying, won the FA Cup so easily. Liverpool, yeah. And then inform Liverpool, Um, who, who won fucking everything else that they went in for last year, or should have. Um, they were just so convincing, weren't they? Liverpool? And then Arteta's Arsenal rocked up, and you were like, wow, what is going on here? Oh, I mean, I, I made I made yeah. that comment. I made that comment about it, the job being too big for him, and um, it sounded offhandish at the time, or maybe I was being spiteful because we had to settle, quote unquote, financiality because they got Arteta, arse, mate. Um, that guy come on the YouTube and he made the comments of, "I'll oh, come back and see me in three years," but I, I stood by it, and it's not a dig, and as I said, it's just the the simple fact that it is a huge job to turn around an ethos of any football club. To go in at the ground level and say, right, well, I'm going to change how we think, how we train, what we do, how we do, when we do. It's massive. And he was inexperienced. They should have gone elsewhere. They, they took a punt and it's backfired. It's simple as that. We know this. But I honestly think that now they're going to have to bite the bullet, swallow the pride. Otherwise, the club is going to fail. The club is going to fall further behind and it can't afford to meet. It cannot afford to, but it's going to fall further behind everybody else.
1: I've heard they can't get relegated because they're Arsenal. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard they can't, and I've heard they can't get relegated because of the three worst teams in them. So I'll read you these. So if anyone who's not seen these, this is since the October international break. So Arsenal have scored three goals, which ranks yeah. them twentieth in the Premier League. Yeah. They've had twenty-seven shots on target, which ranks them nineteenth. Yeah. They've got a shooting accuracy of thirty-five percent. Which is twentieth, and that is thirty five percent of twenty seven shots on target, and then a shot conversion rate of two point nine percent, which sixth and twentieth. Arsenal are the worst team in the league on current form. Arsenal are one of the worst three. Arsenal are the people that Brighton are saying there's three worst teams than us. Yeah, like that. There's no like oh there's three worst. Like Fulham could say this. Fulham, literally, which, by the way, literally everyone can because they're
0: 20th. Let's be honest, you didn't think Fulham would get any points this season. We've had that conversation. No, you, I played you on it, it but also I've been you a did, yeah. Pride, but, yeah. No, No, you haven't been a bit of a pride. You looked at it and you thought I don't know where they're going to get points from. And that's no, just an assessment at the time and that's fine. But Fulham are now looking at Arsenal thinking I'm glad they're there because that gives us a chance. You're right. Fulham of all people, at least Fulham Look like they've got a bit of fight about them. Look like they're gonna they're gonna actually try and achieve something, do you know what I mean? Scott Parker was getting absolutely fucking laced in the media for constantly are oh, losing games, losing the game, doing this, that and the other, you know, changing formations. He's now settled on a formation, he's settled on a starting eleven, he's found something that works, and he's gone right, we might lose, but we'll lose narrowly and we'll get better at it, and then we'll start winning games. It was a very good point against Newcastle. Super points. They've they've started
1: to like if they can go out and get a centre forward that can just put a ball in the back of the net, Allah a rude an experienced yeah. Premier League striker that could put the ball in the back of the net, I think they'll stay up. I genuinely think they'll stay up. Which is a bit of a huge turn for what I've said. But they're starting to play football now and they've seemed to have sorted things out a bit. I think they could get enough if they could put the ball in the back of the net a bit more. Someone that could have turned that into a win against Newcastle. Who mm. by the way is who, who, who are by the way, who are slipping. Mm. But back, back to Arsenal, because I don't want to... Sorry, back to Arsenal. They, um, Leeds got relegated, despite yeah. being in the Champions League the year before. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? Or they might have missed yeah. out and then gone down. I, I can't quite remember, despite writing about it. Um, Arsenal haven't been in the Champions League for a minute. This has been coming... Look, there's a theory now that it's actually in William's contract that he has to play, because he's had one shot on target in 12 Premier League games. Yeah, he can't clear the first. He can't clear the first man on a cross or a corner. Yeah, he's bringing one shot on target in twelve games, and he will play against Chelsea.
0: Yeah, he'll start.
1: Yeah, yeah. And people lambasted Wenger for keeping the super agents out the club because it was "quote unquote" preventing them from taking the next step. They're in the door now, and unless the fucking next step. step is relegation. They signed when they signed Suarez and Pablo Mari on loan in January, and then played one game each and got a three-year deal or whatever it was each before the summer. Yeah, that was what it was, wasn't the it? Fuck was the alarm bell? Who's of, made that decision? I don't know, didn't it? Who's like, made in, that decision? You genuinely think that people like, like, look at like I was having a conversation with my dad. You look at the likes of Ajax, who are business people and football people in the board. Mm. Chelsea have now got check in mm. as well as the business people at like Maria. There's a balance. United lack of football in mind, like a Van Dessar or a Neville. Mm. Arsenal don't have anyone. Arsenal have apparently Edu. Yeah. Who's coming uh, like, out one minute and saying William is ready to go, and then the next minute saying, Oh, he needs time.
0: The problem I've got with Edu is he's as you've just said there, he's constant constantly contradicting himself. He's, he's wasting us. He's um he's out and he's, he's right behind Arteta and the project and the belief and then he's out next time slating the players and you're like well hang on the players are part of the process the players are Arteta's players so you can't come out and slate them and then back him and then flip flop and say oh maybe it's not the players it's the system and we'll get the system right like, which way are you going to go on this you've got to nail your colours through a mask and you've got to follow it through if Arteta is the man back him 100% wow. if he's not the man He's got to go. How does this sound to you then? From what I've read, they're getting
1: a loan signing in in January. Unless it's prime Pele. And that and that, is, yeah, and that is being backed as backing. I've seen that happen at Chelsea before. You know January, what's coming then, don't you? You know what happens. If, if you get... Um, I mean, ironically, when Giroud came in, we all knew Conte was going because it wasn't who we wanted. Ironically, that's worked out in our favour. But I've seen... Um, was it, uh, was it Scolari who got um, Ricardo Quaresma in? Oh, we've had that many managers I genuinely don't know anymore. Someone brought in Ricardo Quaresma on loan on deadline day in January and I went, they're gone. Mm. You can that's just true. tell the kind of signing that happens at January at some clubs and you can go, he's not, Because that's a get-out-of-jail-free signing. Yeah. If it works, we'll keep him and then we might
0: sign the player. If it doesn't, this guy's gone in. That's,
1: uh, sorry, it's... Higuain on loan on the Sarri's one.
0: Yeah. It, it's going, one of them right. where you go to the you go to the fans and you say, Well, we tried to sign someone to do this, blah 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 blah, it didn't work, and we've had to replace the manager, or alternatively it works, and the board says to the manager, right, that you get our jail free card, off you go.
1: Arsenal have to sign a number ten in January. They have to. There's, it's a non debate. They have to sign a creative midfielder. I know Oatsel. They have to sign <laughs> a number ten. I've got my hand up for those you can't
0: see.
1: They have to sign it a number ten. If they don't, they, they're either not trying. Clueless or not, they're they not bothered.
0: Just register them.
1: They, they have, to, have to sign one. That, then. That, Just that's, not, them. that's done. That's done. His contract runs out in the summer. It's done. The whole politics thing but it's, if,
0: it's but done. But if you're going to sit there as a coach or as a club and say, we've got a number 10 there costing 350 grand a week, but we're not going to use them because we're pig headed, we know it, better, then I, you're fighting a losing battle.
1: I'll, I'll be honest. And this is just my opinion. This is just my opinion. I do not think this is anything to do with Arteta. I don't think it was anything to do with Emery. I think when these two people have come in, or at what point in Emery's reign they've been told, "You don't pick him anymore." But he does. He is not to be selected anymore. What are they but, missing? What are Arsenal missing? A number ten. But I don't think in the final third. But the Arsenal are that bothered about losing that sponsorship because of the comments he made. They're not asked. He does not play because if he plays, they'll lose a shitload because all those sponsors will pull because he plays because of the committee.
0: If he doesn't play, and I'm not trying to play him off as some sort of savior of the club here, but if he doesn't play and they slip out of the Premier League, they lose so much more. I don't. I
1: think there's an. I think the same arrogance that was. We don't need to go out and interview anyone. Wenger's gone. <laughs> they'll come to us. I think the same arrogance is are Arsenal, they can't get relegated. I don't think... St- Stan probably thinks you can't get relegated because he's been in the NFL that long. Yeah. Oh, we just... Oh, we finished 20th. Oh, well, well, but that means we get the first draft pick. And you go, no, Stan, we're in the fucking championship now. And he goes... We've
0: got Forrest away on Tuesday, you soft bastard. <laughs> Millwall are licking their lips, mate. What the fuck is going on? Fucking Millwall will be made up? Oh, my fucking yeah. God. But...
1: They want, he's he's not coming back, so they have to get a number ten. It was obviously that lad who's gone to Leipzig from Salzburg. Now it's the Christian Ericsson.
0: Like yeah,
1: Strobloski or something. Yeah. yeah, I guarantee you it will be erikson on loan from Inter Milan. Oh. Back to London, come on loan for six months. It really wouldn't surprise me. Tottenham off. And yeah, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, that kind of petty, and Tottenham yeah. will be like, okay. Help yourselves. Asked. We've got bailed. Oh wait. Um, mm. <laughs> mm. Look, Arsenal can get relegated, and if anyone should be telling, imagine if Leeds were the ones that got Arsenal relegated. I don't know when they play, but imagine if Leeds like put the ball in the back of Bamford, put- ex-Chelsea legend Bamford, put the ball in the back of the net for Leeds to relegate Arsenal on their return to the Premier League. Some headline that means get that on the back of the Daily Mail. Yeah, that would be a big Daily Mail. Yeah, but- well, you know. <laughs> clickbait put, put, put something clickbaity in there as well Bielsa Falls over Bucket or something as well in shock anyway I'll be happy with that they can go and I'm not having anything that says they can't and we've got them on boxing day which obviously means three points to them
0: I but, said the uh, same thing after we beat Chelsea <laughs> which happened, by the way, and then we beat Leicester I said no one else would going to lose to uh, Arsenal but looking at those three fixtures when the fixtures came out if you said to me you're getting nine points there and they've been like, right, okay, I'll have a pint of what you've been drinking. And let's move on.
1: Oh, I said this to Jordan. I said, you did this um a few years ago on the silver. Remember when you had like United, City, Chelsea, Arsenal. In and December, it was like, we had a five-game
0: run. And, and you walked, walked out with like, like 12 points or something from it. I was yeah.
1: like, okay, don't know what happened there. but it was, And Duncan Ferguson as well. It happens every year. Ferguson walked out with three points against Chelsea. Was it three points against United or he drew? He drew. Beat Arsenal.
0: Yeah, And it was like, all right, then fine. I'm not having this ever being a concern ever again. We're a big club. This is a this is our big manager. You see, changes the mentality around the place. You're welcome to Arteta, by the way. The oh, is the doubting over now, is it? Anyway.
1: Um Newcastle won full on one. Yeah, good point. Uh Newcastle are twelve. Mm, but they
0: They're the team I fear for. Because they can <laughs> they can go on a six game run without picking up any points. They've got it about them. I still don't think Bruce is the right man for the job, but then I don't think the owner is the right man for the job either. So, no, I'm not going to lambast them. Sorry, they're very similar to Arsenal, and we've touched on
1: this before. Because there's an owner who's not the right owner.
0: Yeah, which,
1: as a result, doesn't back the right the man, whether the man's right or not. I mean, look at Rafa. Rafa yeah, was the backed, right
0: man. Should have backed Rafa all day.
1: Rafa to them is your
0: Ancelotti. Yeah, if they, if you'd have backed them, it'd have been a different game. Now, it wouldn't be 12th to be 11th. Which,
1: ironically, for Newcastle in current years, is quite good. But for the history of the club, a team that's, you know, under Bobby Robson and that been in the Champions League. Yeah, a team that under Kevin Keegan challenged for the title. Yeah, exactly. They should be sitting where Leicester are now, and that's no disrespect to what Leicester's done. But if you put it in terms of, like, they should have always been in and around
0: and building. They're a one-team town. They should always be part of the conversation. They've got yeah. 50,000 crazy Geordies in every week without fail. Obviously, it's a bit different this season because nobody's getting 50,000 of anything. But they are a big club. They're just underperforming. Yeah. Unlike Arsenal, who was a small club and have overperformed recently. Let's move on. The
1: problem with Arsenal fans is, man, I actually kind of feel sorry for them in one sense because no. they got sold. No, 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 no. No, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. We're going to leave Highbury. We're going to go to the Emirates. But as a result of that, we will compete with Bayern Munich, Juventus, Real Madrid, and Barcelona. And they all went, all right, fine. And that was clearly bullshit. Because it yeah, was clearly, never we're to spend moving there. Money again. But this is the only way we're going to get you there. And that's my slight worry with Tottenham. And I, I mean that in the sense of when Tottenham was the stadium, I was like, that's gorgeous. Like, I wouldn't knock it. That's a gorgeous stadium. We've yeah. seen this happen down the road.
0: But to be fair to Spurs, a little bit of forward planning is multi-purpose. They've got an NFL pitch in there. Yeah. They've got a team ready to play yeah. from there. They've got um, concerts, and concerts and stuff, and stuff yeah. in there. They went down the right road of saying, well, we'll make it multi-purpose. they basically into... through there is in the middle of that. Have you been to? Yeah, no, I've not seen it, but I know like. The, it's yeah, like you've got to not... cross bridges to get it. It's out the way.
1: It might be it's it's the like way. Wembley half the time. You, know, you do look at some of the positions of some stadiums and you go, what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, if Levy will probably pull off the Fury for again Joshua fight up in the last stadium that stadium. I went in, but um, yeah, Brighton drew Sheffield United. Good point f- for Brighton. It would have been a good point for Sheffield United had it not been a lot like you know losing dropping too late on. Yeah, I actually thought they played better, but I. Who <sighs> Sheffield? So Sheffield United had played better in that game, and I thought, right, get a win here, and let's
0: see where it goes. But dropping the points there just felt like a just felt like when they were down. Yeah, already. We we keep saying this, and we keep coming back to it, and feel like we'll be doing it for the rest of the season. They're just not going to stay in the Premier League, are they? No. Play as hey, well be, as you want. The, I don't these, think they're going to be enough.
1: It's the single-handed greatest greatest escape if they get out.
0: Yeah, but, it, but it's, I can't see it. I'm I'm, nice I'm, yeah, I just can't see it. Yeah, you, look, um, you never know. You never know football. No, a funny mate. game, but I can't see
1: it. Mate, United could win the league under Ollie. Anything can happen. Spurs lost to Leicester. Spurs um,
0: did lose to Leicester and it took you a while to mention it. Update. I do things in order,
1: you know, except for United. Um, look, they were poor. Yeah. Um, Leicester are a good team. That's the game Tottenham had to win if they were being serious. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice tactically
0: what happened? In what sense? Go and hit me. So, Tottenham sit quite deep, sit in two banks and they look to hit you on the break. Yeah, they draw it in, don't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and most teams will go and press them and try and find space in behind to play. Did you notice what Leicester done? Sat deep in two banks of four and went, no, no, we don't want the ball either, of yourself. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry. And yeah. forced be, Tottenham yeah. to play. Rodgers was like, no, 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 it's fine. Match We're team. in our half, not a problem. You come to us and drew Tottenham out. And as soon as they did, that, the, that pace that they've got up front of getting Vardy in behind and stretching the game and Madison being clever in the pocket, it told. They opened Tottenham up by saying to Tottenham, we're not playing your game, you play ours. And they just sat back in with their own two banks for them and cried up themselves. Very yeah. clever. Typical Brendan Rodgers. He's tactically very aware, very astute. Um, th- there are times he gets it wrong, same as everybody. He's human. But I thought that one was was pitcher perfect for exactly what you would expected from him. Just sat there and went, we're not going to look to have 80% of the ball and, and go down the channels and try and match it and pace this, that and the other. We're quite happy. We'll just we'll share the ball. talking about 58% of the ball, which doesn't happen often, as we've seen. Uh, and then Leicester were like, right, OK, well, you've got it. As soon as you come out, we'll look to nick it early and we'll get in behind. Played it perfectly, mate. Tottenham were very poor. A Tottenham, Tottenham doing the Leeds then? This is how we play.
1: Whatever. Whereas Brendan Rodgers has gone, we all know how they're going to play today. So we're going to adapt it. We're going to break. No, you come to us. Like you've just said, no, yeah. you come to us. Yeah. We're not going to do what you want us to do, which will probably result in us losing the game. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to force your hand. Whereas Leeds, for our, like I can't wait for Leeds to be Tottenham, by the way. That's going to be hell. Highest line ever. Deepest line ever. 2nd mm-hmm. of January, can't wait. Just like, <laughs> just like goals everywhere because they're just going to be sitting on top. They're just going to be sat in Tottenham's half the entire game. Yeah, yeah. But Leeds won't adapt, Tottenham won't adapt. No,
0: neither of them will adapt. Leicester and this, gone- isn't, nope. this isn't me slating Mourinho. Mourinho's no, got a no, system that works for him with his players and it's obviously working for him because he's in the, he's, he's in the conversation. But Brendan Rodgers has, has played the blinder by saying, right, well, we've got our system but it doesn't match yours, we will lose. So I'm just going to tweak it step back a little bit and see what happens and he got the win Fifth place. with arguably one of the quickest strikers in the Premier League in
1: Vardy mm. and a nullified Son and Kane did took all the time and space away from them furious at that Madison did. goal being offside yeah that is what it is furious not because it. I mean it is under the rulings but you're there going the shoulder blade yeah, it wasn't oh. even the shoulder blade it was the again, nick on the shirt if he'd have ironed his shirt. He'd have been onside.
0: Anyway, if he weren't so hench, <laughs> Christ, made me think of Frimpong. Then United Leeds, We've spoke about. I'm not like going over that again.
1: Yeah, I don't really have much to say on the Tottenham Leicester result. It was a very good, very good Leicester result. Uh, Tottenham Gosh. had to win that game, but then I won't sit here and say we had to beat uh, we had to beat yourself and um, Wolves if we were serious. We could have afforded to lose one of them, not, not, both. not both.
0: Yeah. So well, I'm Tottenham- not seeing a. Something you could know, afford to lose one of Liverpool Leicester, but not both.
1: If they lose to Liverpool and beat Leicester, not you, you're fine with it, aren't you? Because yeah, you're, you're like accepted. you're not on their level yet, yeah. but you you you're stating I mean, and they're you're stating, the step below. The perception is that they're the step above Leicester in terms of a title race. Yeah, um, yeah. We spoke about Man United leads uh, West Brom Villa. Hmm
0: big gravy tits Mm-mm. back in the back in work Mm-mm. and getting beat 3-0 in the derby in his first game did they make the right decision after <laughs> inject all inject that into Papi right <laughs> all now of, all
1: of a week later he's looking at it going mm. I think he's realised I mean look the sending off didn't help I found it quite odd that he's come out and said that he's already considering changing the captaincy feel like that's not the smartest move to do publicly. Leave him to it. Um, Leave him to
0: could... He'll just do what he wants anyway.
1: Do you know what? I don't have any comments on it because it's one game. Yeah. And I'm not going to see him go, they should have kept Belich because we'll see. But they do have a Liverpool on Sunday and then Leeds and then Arsenal. i to guarantee guaranteed then... one win this season. Well, and then Wolves. So, you know, we'll see how, put it that way, in the middle of lockdown four, we'll know where they are.
0: Yes, lockdown
1: four. I, I, we'll see where it goes, but that's not... That's a baptism of fire, you know. We oh, won't religion. give him City, but we'll give him Aston Villa, Liverpool,
0: Leeds, Wolves. Can't see them winning many more against will tell.
1: Burnley beat Wolves 2-1 on Monday. I thought Burnley were great. Burnley deserved the win. I, I didn't Wolves, watch it, I'll be honest. I, thought, I did think Wolves were great. Uh, Nuno's obviously come out and had I can't quite say a, yeah,
0: I'm going to say a moan at Lee Mason are we? oh he slated to them he hasn't moaned He's slated them
1: not cut out for this level hope he never referees us again yeah.
0: enjoy your fine and your touchline bad <laughs> I'm telling you mate um, I mean, one way that's going to go FA going to back the man arty, whether he was right or wrong I
1: I might need to, I might need to go back and watch the game but they got a penalty Wolves mm. which was a penalty yeah Burnley are a physical side ah, just I didn't walk away from it going hmm yeah, I don't watch there. it at all, to be honest. I'll watch it again and I'll recomment. How about that? Um, And then the final game Christmas come early, Chelsea 3, West Ham 0. Yeah. Beautiful scenes.
0: Interesting stats on David Moyes here.
1: He's never won at Stamford Bridge.
0: Uh, no, it's now 10 years exactly since he's beat the top. The top what? Back. It's been 10 years since he's beat the top side. Jesus. He's also yeah. never won a, He's ever won a Stamford Bridge. No, he never has. No. Jesus, that's mad. I think it's something of like forty games he's coached. I've got the stats somewhere. I did try and save it, but good lord. Now, with me, it's probably spammed out. Why one of the other two in the group? So good i could look for it. Man, let's talk about the game. You watched it.
1: Great start. I was worried about playing them. They um they loaded up the midfield. They had Mark Noble, um Sucek, and Declan Rice. Mm. And then the finales and Jared Bowen out wide. Haller up front, who I wasn't too concerned about. But they, they they loaded the midfield and we started Jorginho, which was a huge concern. Mm. Um Reese James is obviously out. Aspalaqueta played on the right. Um, didn't look out of place. Ben Chilwell gets injured nine minutes in, not great, bring Emerson on, yeah. who's who actually did all right, but he's uh, he is a level down from Ben Chilwell and that's no disrespect. Um, the goalkeeper needed to have a good performance after some of the mistakes he's made recently against uh, Wolves, Leeds and yourself the, uh, Havertz was dropped, Pulisic came in Werner was out wide, Tammy was up top Rest in Giroud for Arsenal I think and then Mesa Mount and Kante was in with Jorginho um, started well with the Thiago Silva goal he's some player by the way Who? Thiago Silva, he is some player I thought I knew it was a good signing. I'm surprised how consistent he's been. He obviously Mm -hmm. had that slip up on his debut against West Brom, and it was utterly, Oh, you've signed a pensioner and all this garbage. Um, He is consistently solid. Yeah. Um, And Zuma has come on leaps and bounds from playing next to him. You can just see it rubbing off on him. Yeah. Uh, Good goal from there. And then from the 10th minute onwards, right up until the 78th minute, it was just nerve wracking. Yeah. West Ham are a pain in the arse to play and they're always a pain in the arse to play for Chelsea and they did the double overs last year mm. um, for those of you wondering how they did the double with Joe, uh, David Moyes never winning yeah, Matt Pellegrini Jorginho must have given the wall away uh, must have given the ball away half a dozen times That bad. every fucking time he had it West Ham ended up with it and I was saying to my dad, I genuinely don't think half the time he plays the ball forward, he's playing it to a man. Mm. I think he goes, "I'm kicking it forward, and someone's going to get it." Do you think he's playing into space? But not space that, like, I've played a ball into space that I know someone's moving into. Yeah. And you see players where you go, right? He, I'm hoping he moves into that. I think he just kicks it into the empty area of the pitch, just to see what happens. I don't like. I've seen him kick the ball forward. You go. What was your plan there? Did you mm. think Werner was going there because it didn't look like he was? And I'm watching it on TV. Mm. I I could have told you Werner wasn't going there. Like it just and he was losing it and he was trying flicks and tricks. And when he got taken off for of Kovacic, it, it got a lot stronger. It got a lot lot tighter in midfield when he came on. It looked a lot more secure. Obviously, just my, uh,
0: expand got, if if you can because obviously you watched the game. I didn't. And obviously you're a fan of Chelsea and I'm not. Not that I'm not a fan. No, it's no, just no. It's not my team. Um, Timo Werner, how did he play yesterday? So I'm interested to see how his development's going. Rather than being one of these people who just says, oh, Timo Werner's good, he's shit. He's not shit. That's how it writes. How's his development going at the club?
1: Yeah, he's, he's Red Bull Leipzig's all-time top goal scorer. He's not Pony. No. Um, he came out before the game, I don't know if you've seen, and he said he has been taken aback. He's surprised at this league. It's a lot more difficult than he thought. It's a lot different to the Bundesliga. Um, it's a lot more physical. You've got like three or four guys around you all the time. He said, "I found it difficult, but I'm going to make it work. I like a challenge. Challenges are what we want. I'll make it work." And you can get that because he does have a lot. He has had a lot more time in the um, the Bundesliga mm-hmm. to hang out wide, drift in unmarked, and bury one. And he's led the line as well. I said weeks ago, video complicates things, and Kai Havertz is the same. Kai Havertz came on yesterday and again looked slow. I think he's in the same mould as Timo. But he seems a lot more reserved, Kai Havertz, from what I'm gaining from him. Like, he doesn't look like someone who's going to come out and do an interview and say... The two of them did an interview. I think it was Soccer AM. And Timo Werner talks a lot more than the other one. Mm. Kai seems like he's a bit more... um, Bearing in mind, again, he is only 21, 22, I think, Kai Havertz. Timo's 24. We touched on it last week, and people were saying again. Oh, look, he's out wide again. He needs to lead the line. You go, well, he's played out wide for Leipzig and he became their all-time top goal scorer playing in both. So he can play in both. It, he gets the assist for the, the Tammy, um, the second, but you could say it was a miss shot. But he strikes it in and the Tammy gets, poacher's goal, gets in front of him, nicks it in. He had a shot towards the back end of the game with 3 nil up and he bursts through. The pace is electric. It's, it's frightening when he puts the afterburners on and he ended up just coming right through the middle. He's about four yards out. To the right, and he smashes it, just puts his foot through, it, but it's right into the crossbar. It's like that, like you know, when Vardy went on that run post lockdown, yeah, and we were like, it needs to just come off his arse or something and go in, yeah. And then it did, and then he did the dink. And I can't yeah. remember who they played, I feel like it was Watford, but I might be wrong. And they did, and then he dinked one, and you're like, oh, Vardy's back. Well, I football's think a eat- game of
0: margins, isn't it? I feel like he needs one to hit, just hit his arse and go in. Well, as you it, just said there, he smashed the bar last night. If that, like drops, four a of inches, that drops a couple of inches lower and goes in off the bar, you're then talking about oh, the pace to get him behind. He smashed the ball ferocious. He's releasing all that energy just to get that goal. And it's a different story then, isn't it? But as you say, it, it, it is a game of margins. and Obviously, it's hit the bar. I mean, look, you've gone out and you've won the game and he's played and he's assisted and he's been part of that. And that'll do him the world of good. But I was interested just to see what do you think along the term he's going to be at Chelsea? Do you think he's going to be a wide player? Do you think he's going to be a striker? Do you think he's just going to do both? Or do you think within three, four years we might sell him or he might move on or, or what?
1: I, I th- To be honest, I've always been under the impression as soon as we signed him we'd sell him eventually to someone. Mm. I think that's the level Chelsea are currently at and that's not a disrespect. I think Man United, I'm not saying you'd go there, but Man United, um, Real Madrid and Barcelona are still, we look at it with Hazard. Hmm. We eventually lose them. Liverpool are in the same bracket. You eventually lose them. So I don't sit there and sign a player and sit there and go, oh, yeah, that's it. He's ours now. Where, where would he go? Where could he go that's better? You could easily see Team of Werner at like 27, 28, potentially doing a hazard and moving off to Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, mm. or whoever's in and around that in like five yeah, yeah. years' time. I think he needs one to come off his arse. I've, to be fair, the two goals he scored against Southampton coming in off the left, the one where he dribbles in and he's got about six people around the box, he buries it. And then the one where he comes right through the middle, flicks it over the keeper. Mm. And then he's had a couple this season where he's just picked it up and he's buried it. He's put his laces through it, it's gone in. And you're like, that's what I want. He's had a couple of games where people have kind of worked him out, roughed him up a bit. And then the media have got on his case. I I like him coming off the the left. I don't like him coming off the right. I like him coming off the left, which is a bit of a difficulty when you've got Pulisic, because he's better off the left. I like personally, like myself, but I like having a target man out front. Someone like a Giroud or a Tammy or a Drogba mm. or a Costa. Someone that's a bit more... physical. Especially, yeah, especially in the prep. I think it works. Yes. Even Firmino, to an extent, has got a bit more about him in terms of that sense. Yeah. But I like him. I prefer him come off the left. But he can play up front. I think he just needs time. I think it's the same with Kai Havertz. It's fair enough. Everyone wants everyone to be like Aguero. Yeah. But they are few and far between. You know me, I'm not like a... I try not to be reactionary. Unless I've quite quickly decided that Maurizio Sarri isn't good enough for Chelsea. Yeah. Um, I'm, just, I'm sitting here, I'm not concerned. We weren't expected to go for the title. But it's still frustrating when you lose games to Wolves and yourselves. It's about closing the gap and bedding them in. I, I tell you, the best signing we've made, I said to my dad last night, the best signer we made was CH. And we barely yeah. had him. But he's adapted. But he's also 27. Yeah. And I think that is an element that gets. Um, a certain level of football maturity start. comes with him. And, and personal, like in yourself. I think it just mm. gets discarded quite quickly. You're 24, yeah, but you're a footballer. You're 21, new country, new language. I don't care. Get over. Be yeah. the same as you were there. Let's be all completely honest about Kai Havertz. Good footballer. Until he sort of came on the radar in the summer for Liverpool and Real Madrid and Chelsea, I'm telling you now, the majority of people haven't seen him play a game. Mm. But everyone suddenly wants him to hold a standard that they've decided in their head he can play. And I'm not saying he's playing well. And I think it's the same with Timo Werner. People will have seen him on a Wednesday night, put two past Tottenham and then gone. Or why
0: hasn't he put three past um, West Ham? Mm, on Monday I night I agree with you yeah the level of expectancy gets raised doesn't it and especially with that sort of media coverage and I think you're right in what you're saying if you ask any any football fan in the UK do you watch the German league half of them or over half of them will say no they don't um, I have a, a vested interest in terms of we've been obviously to Berlin which, which lit a fire on me but equally oh, I am a football yeah. fan I like watching different cultures Yeah, I'm aware of Bayer Leverkusen first and foremost from the Michael Ballack days yes yeah uh Jordan's first spell, but I was only aware of Haberts because he was labelled as this wonder kid. He was at Leverkusen. I remember Leverkusen being a big team in Europe as well. Obviously, that's a generational thing. Um, and I was aware of him, but I didn't watch him intensively. Um, but then, obviously, as you said, you know, Lippo, Bar, I said bye, and we're all linked to them in the summer. So I was like, well, let's have a look at this kid. And that's when you start digging and you think, Jesus, this kid's quality. But you're right in what you're saying. You take a 20, 21 year old boy away from everything he's ever known, you drop him into London. Jordan a global pandemic then he gets <laughs> yeah you you rip him away from his family you rip him away from everything he's ever and I'm not saying rip him away like you know he's not been kidnapped he's been asked to go over he's getting paid a lot of money but the money aside the issue is still the same there's a global pandemic which he's been privy to personally he's in a new country with a new language with new teammates with a new system everything's different and yet because he hasn't hit those same heights People come out and question him. I personally think he needs time. I think it, this season will be a bad in period in terms of his personal life, his social life, and, and obviously his, his footballing life. A lot of people look at footballers and think, "Well, they're getting fifty grand a week, and you know, they don't have to do not a part and play football. It is what it is." Well, that's their job. Can you imagine being picked up out of your job, dropped in a foreign country where you don't speak the lingo, or you know, you speak limited amounts of the lingo? Away from your family, away from your friends, away from everything you've ever known, and get told to perform to the same standard, you wouldn't. And then pick up the paper in a different language that says, Yeah, but you're on double money. Yeah, exactly. And you go, What the fuck, what? <laughs> but you need to get your social life sorted, your personal life sorted, you need to get your head in the right space, mm-hmm. and then you'll perform on the pitch. I think this year will be a bed and imperial for I think Timo has to fall into the same sort of category of uh, terms of this season, just let it be what it is. If it works, great. If it doesn't, it's fine. Next year, they'll have a year under them. They'll know where they are, what to do, and how they are. They'll have new friends. They'll have a grasp of the language a little bit more. And I think they'll be a different beast completely. Um, we keep saying it. Uh, it's a project. Frank is now... I would put him year one into because he's now finally got his players in. Mm. So see where you're at in three years. Put, put it this way. I've seen this on Instagram, this
1: trashy clickbait crap that you see on social media. And it was... A picture of Havertz with his shirt, 29. Yeah. And then Murata holding a shirt with 29 on it. And it's like, same shirt, same number, same impact. And oh, I was gosh. like, well, that's bollocks. Because one, they don't play in the same position. No. Two, I, and this, and I bring Timo Werner into this as well, because that even makes more sense, because at least they're at least forward players. Do you know what I mean? Strikers. Yeah, yeah. Murata scored goals for Chelsea, but you kind of clocked on pretty quick which way it was going. Mm. Based on his, just his attitude and his demeanor. Also the first time he'd ever played more than like 15 games mm. football in one season. He'd constantly been benched for Real Madrid and Bar- uh, Juventus and all that. I'm looking at Timo Werner and the goals that he has scored and the performances he has put in and out sit there and go, hmm. Kai Havertz haven't had that performance yet. Yeah. But I'm still going to sit here and lambast the kid. No. Like, yes. it'd, be like, it'd be like getting on Donny van de Beek's case. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, Limits of football just come across. Takes people like, like Alan and and that, you know, if, you know, James Rodriguez come in and lit the league on fire and he's obviously had a couple of injuries, you could arguably say that it's dipped a bit. Or is it, it reached a, you know, a more consistent level
0: with him? I don't know. But I
1: wouldn't sit around
0: and him for it. No, I think um, same as everything because he's had a few good performances, people go, Oh, so that's your level, so I can't wait till you get up there. Onto another level. And he might be just at his level. Just like Tom Davies. Let babies. it be what it is. Yeah, exactly. Just let it be what it is. Enjoy it. Drink it in.
1: No, you I'm not this. concerned. I like him out wide. Back to your original point. I like him yeah. out wide. But um, Mason Mounts, our player of the year so far. That kid is incredible. Yeah. He is consistently putting out solid performances. Seven of to Phil Yeah. <laughs> shout out to last week. Um, mm-hmm. No, like, honestly, he just he makes my day. Every time I see him play, he really does. I know you read them And um, we're above Tottenham on Christmas,
0: so, you know, beautiful. It is for you, yeah? Enjoy. Right. Okay, a couple of VFL Cup games coming up, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. But obviously, we're recording this on the Tuesday, um, as this is the time during the busy festive period that we can get together and get this done. So, Brentford versus Newcastle, who are you backing? Newcastle. I'm going to go Brentford. Mm-hmm. I love Fairytale. And Arsenal against City. City. Whomp, whomp. Yeah, City. I'd have that right. Wednesday 23rd, you got Stoke against Tottenham. Tottenham. Tottenham all day. And Everton against United. United. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going Everton. Uh, because um, we're at home and there's fans in. And I think it's a huge, I, huge thing for us at the moment to so have fans that are good. I think they're I, the, extra, the extra oomph.
1: I would love nothing more than you to win. You know, what, you know what? You know You know I got a soft spot for you. I'd love nothing but you win the whole thing. But they looked good against United. The football, sorry, against Leeds. Well, technically, yeah, we you were really right, right, yeah. But yeah, but that um, even
0: when you're wrong, you're right.
1: I just always, i got something. Um, they looked impressive. The football they played was uh, fantastic. But yeah, depending on when you you listen to this, they'll have either happened or not. Yeah. So let's preview Boxing Day. We've got game Saturday,
0: game Sunday. We'll go with the Boxing Day games, which is the Saturday first one. Yeah. Uh, Leicester United. Oh, Leicester Draw 1-1 Villa. Villa Palace Villa, 2-0 Yeah, I can't argue with that to be honest, yeah I can see that happening Fulham Southampton Southampton, 2-1 Arsenal, Chelsea Chelsea, 3-0 Chelsea, 3-1 uh, Man City, Newcastle City, 4-0 Yeah, I see City on that one um, Sheffield United, Everton Everton, 2-0 yeah, but 2-0, I was going to go with this myself. On the Sunday, you've got Leeds United-Burnley. Big game. Leeds 2-0. Uh, Burnley 1-0. They'll keep it tight. They're, They'll keep it tight. That drags them in the battle. And those, um, West Ham-Brighton? Uh, West Ham
1: 2-1. 1-1. Interesting. Depends if they bring Antonio back. If they bring Antonio back, West Ham could nick it.
0: He could be the edge them, couldn't he? Yeah. The player of the lockdown, one yeah. The pool, West Brom. The pool, 4-0. Yeah, easy. Yeah. <laughs> Probably in and around that. <laughs> in and around that marker. Hew um, West Brom, 1-0. Wolves, Tottenham? Uh, Tottenham, 2-1. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I go with that. Yeah, 2-1. Be about right. Yeah, so that's Saturday
1: and Sunday. Um, and then you've still got games Monday. You've got loads of games Tuesday. You've got games Wednesday. Um, that's another game week. We won't preview them will come back and today. review them instead but we'll get you one out middle of next week looking back at them perfect, before the new year perfect, happy days that's everything for me and me mate, yeah, perfect, perfect. thank you um, guys thanks for listening uh, depending on when you're listening to this and where yeah. you're listening to this around the world, because I know for example we have a big American audience Yeah. depending on when saying. you listen to this, have a good one or hope you've had a good one yeah, behave this. Yeah, no matter where you are in the world or if you're in England, no matter what tier you're in. Just behave. You know, behave. Reach out to someone and just make sure you have a good one. As always, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, all your favorite services, going live every week. Normally on a Friday, bit jumbled over Christmas. Make it work, which is good. We're always here. Like, subscribe, you know, comment, get involved. Two men rambling on Twitter, two men rambling at gmail.com, get involved with the polls and whatnot. But, yeah, hope you've had a good Christmas or uh, have had one or hope you do.
0: Yeah, enjoy yourselves. Eat, David, drink, have a good be merry. Oh, yes, indeed. Love all, uh... no. Have a good one, La. Yeah, yeah, have a good Christmas, mate. And you, mate. Guys, Thanks, we'll see you next mate. week. Sad. Saddam, Cheers. Thanks a lot.